This is Ria. Welcome to Little Stories for Tiny People. Friends, I don't know about you, but when I get sick, the kind of sick where you have to be in bed, I get really sad. When this happens, my brain starts to play this trick on me. It somehow forgets all the happy times I've had in my entire life and starts telling me lies. You are a sad person, my brain says. You were sad before. You are sad now. You will always be this sad, by the way, in case you were wondering. It is freaky. My tiny people experience this, too. So I find it always helps when we talk about how our brains and our bodies are connected. Our catchphrase is, when you are sick, you are sad. We say that on repeat, and it really seems to help. I wanted to find a way to illustrate this whole when you are sick, you are sad thing in a story that would help tiny people see how normal it is for this to happen. And that it can happen to anyone, even if that someone is the peppiest, most exuberant, most comically enthusiastic individual you've ever had the pleasure of knowing. That's right, our story today features Little Hedgehog. Little Hedgehog sometimes gets sick too, and the results are interesting. If you're new to the podcast, Welcome. So glad to have you. You might want to go back and listen to the other Little Hedgehog stories first to get a better idea of what she is usually like. Okay, go do that. I don't have a guest today. I'm still recovering from Cassandra's visit to my studio. Cassandra, the goose who visited me in my last episode, Tad and Fish, well, she... mm, Let's just say I've been escaping geese in my dreams every night for the past two weeks. So, let's move on and find out what happens in Little Hedgehog Gets the Sads. Take it away, Zoe! Remember, there are no pictures. You have to imagine the pictures in your mind. You can imagine them however you want. Okay, here we go. It was just a regular Tuesday night when it happened. Little Hedgehog and BB were busily folding paper airplanes. They'd just learned how from their friend Alejandro, a skunk from the nearby oak tree. He'd recently won the local paper airplane tournament and liked to give back to the community by sharing his wisdom. Oh, BB, Little Hedgehog said, carefully creasing a bright orange plane. Do you think we could fly this airplane all the way to Singapore? And maybe a hedgehog there will find it and write a message on it and then send it all the way back to us? Or maybe it will land in Tasmania and a kangaroo will find it and turn it into a hat and hop around wearing it saying, Hurrah! Ooh, nice idea, BB. Little Hedgehog finished folding her airplane and held it up so the shiny paper could catch the light of the overhead lamp. Little Hedgehog, are you excited for the awards ceremony tomorrow? 
The next day, Little Hedgehog was to be honored with the peppiest student award at the end-of-year awards ceremony. Oh, Bibi, you know me. I am always excited for school. The learning, the growing, the expanding our young minds towards the great expanse of knowledge the world has to offer. Bibi blinked. But yes, Bibi, it is thrilling, and I get to give a speech. You're planning to give a speech? I'm not sure that's actually required of. Suddenly, and with great drama, Little Hedgehog sank to the floor, her little paw drifting up to her forehead as she went down. Oh, Bibi... I don't feel so good. Did you get a paper cut? Some of these papers are extremely sharp. My mother does not like me folding papers like this because she says our family has a long history of... Oh, no, I didn't get a paper cut. My head is hurting and I feel very... Hot. Dad poked his head in to remind Bibi it was time for her to go home. Little Hedgehog, are you okay? Oh, Dad, I think I'm... I'm... Sick. Mr. Hedgehog, it appears Little Hedgehog has been infected with some sort of malady and is feeling the symptoms of its relentless attack on her body. Dad felt Little Hedgehog's forehead. Oh, yeah. Let's get you to bed. He scooped up Little Hedgehog and carried her to her room. Bibi said her goodbyes and crept out of the burrow towards home. Little Hedgehog tossed and turned through the night. A few times, Dad went in to check on her, and she murmured some strange things like, The fairies will fly me to the moon. No... You are Mr. Hedgehog. I miss Hippopotamus. And sparkles sparkling in the great big sparkling sparkle. Dad was a bit concerned, but Little Hedgehog tended to say some odd things when she was feeling well, so he didn't panic. As the sun set the next night, Little Hedgehog woke up. Her head was pounding, and she felt hot all over. Bibi came to check on her before leaving for school, but kept her distance at the doorway. How are you feeling, little hedgehog? Oh, Bibi, I was just thinking. Bibi brightened, thinking that if little hedgehog was having ideas, even in her weakened state, then she must be feeling upbeat. Her ideas were always zany and bright. I was thinking... Yes? Oh, did you see that just now? The moon just frowned at me. Bibi's eyes widened. She had never heard Little Hedgehog say something like that. Um, what were you thinking that you were about to say? Oh... I was thinking I should repaint my room. Maybe Dad'll let me. 
Bibi glanced at the sunny yellow on the walls. I think an olive green would be better. It might suit me better. Uh-oh. Bibi was alarmed. Little Hedgehog turned over and was muttering to herself as she went back to sleep. Or maybe a sad gray. Or the color of overripe eggplant. Bibi scampered out of the room and found Mr. Hedgehog in the kitchen drinking tea. Mr. Hedgehog, um, uh, I'm not sure how to say this. Yes, Bibi. Dad took a sip of his tea. Uh, well, you know how Little Hedgehog is always having big ideas, and they are always good ideas and exciting ideas, and they are usually sparkly ideas, too? Uh, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. I'm not sure they're always good ideas. Well, uh, the the thing is, um, yes, Bibi? I think Little Hedgehog is broken. Dad laughed and put down his tea. She's not broken. She said some things that were unlike her. Is that it? Some sad things? Yes. It's happened before. The last time she was truly sick was before she met you, and she said all kinds of things. She even told me the clouds made themselves into a frowny face and that she thought it would rain prunes. They're not her favorite. I love prunes. They are very nutrient-dense. My mom says a prune a day is good for the prickles. Agreed. Anyway, she's not broken. It's just the way bodies work. When your body gets sick, you usually start to feel sad. Hasn't that happened to you? Bibi thought for a moment. Well, usually when I'm sick, I do sound a little bit sadder, like this. Oh me, oh my, I am so beleaguered by illness, I shan't leave my bedchambers. Dad smiled and nodded. You're unique, Bibi. Don't ever let anyone tell you otherwise. Dad glanced at the clock on the wall. You'd better be off to school. Don't worry about Little Hedgehog. It seems like it will last forever, but it won't. Once she feels better physically, she'll be back to her normal self, sparkles and all. Dad settled in for a day of puttering around the burrow while Little Hedgehog rested, since she most definitely was not going to school. In the middle of the night, Dad was at the kitchen table reading a book when he was overcome with tiredness. It was time for his nap, after all. Mere moments after Dad had fallen asleep, Little Hedgehog wandered out of her room, murmuring about the award ceremony. Gotta make a speech. Must make it there. I'll just wear this burnt orange vest and this dull gray scarf. Little Hedgehog ambled out of the burrow, not entirely awake, and made her way over the hill towards her school. When Little Hedgehog made it to school, the award ceremony was in full swing. And the award for sharpest pencils goes to... Neville Turtledove! Neville hopped his way up to the front of the room to accept his award. 
He bobbed his head as the teacher put a medal around his neck. And our last award is Peppiest Student Award. Unfortunately, Little Hedgehog, the winner of the award, is not feeling. I'm here. I'm here. Little Hedgehog practically stumbled forward, unsteady on her paws. Everyone turned to look as she made her way to the front, where the teacher stood with raised eyebrows. Little Hedgehog grabbed the microphone and began her speech. She had changed it slightly from the one she'd planned to give before she got sick. I'm not sure why they give me this award. I'm certainly not feeling peppy today. I doubt I'll ever be peppy again. (gasps) Dad, who'd quickly realized Little Hedgehog was gone, burst in the door at the back and watched with mild alarm as Little Hedgehog swayed back and forth, muttering her speech. You know, I'm done with glitter. That's right. It's terrible for the planet. Mr. Hedgehog, she speaks the truth. Glitter and similar microplastics are very damaging to our ecosystem. Baby, where did you come from? I saw you enter the room and I decided to sidle up next to you so that we can experience this strange moment together. Okay. Anyway, yeah, I agree about the glitter, but it's not really the time and place for that. Dad gave Little Hedgehog a pointed look and shook his head. Uh, moving on, she said, noticing him. I had a dream the other night. Mr. Hedgehog, where do you think this is going? She's totally off script. Maybe it was a good dream? It was a nightmare. A tornado ripped through town. All the unicorns were swept up in it. The last of my hats went up in a great swirling cloud. So, I was thinking that might happen today. While we're sitting here, gasps could be heard throughout the auditorium. What is happening? Is she okay? I'm mildly Presently, I'm quite unsettled. Little Hedgehog glanced out the window at the night sky, as if expecting a tornado to appear at any moment. While I was in bed earlier, I was thinking about my life. I was thinking... Oh, man. I'm pulling the plug on this. I do not know where this story is going. Dad and Bibi leapt forward and tackled Little Hedgehog. (gasps) Oof! Dad carried her off stage. Those assembled gave scattered, confused applause. That was an amazing speech. Let's get you home to bed. You should not have left the burrow. Little Hedgehog gave Dad a blank look and let out a sneeze. Achoo! At home, as Dad tucked Little Hedgehog in bed with a hot water bottle, Bibi tried to be encouraging. Um, Little Hedgehog, you gave a very, um, thought-provoking speech today. Oh, Bibi, it was a terrible speech. 
Also, the tornado almost came. I could see it just gathering in the sky. And then, and then, and then, those poor unicorns. They weren't going to make it. I just imagine them so clearly just being swept up and away. And then, of course, what would happen next is... BB slowly tiptoed out of the room and closed the door. She found Dad in the kitchen, getting a cup of tea. Mr. Hedgehog, little Hedgehog, was just going on and on about that tornado she'd imagined. You know how most of the stuff she dreams of never happens, but sometimes the stuff she thinks of does happen? Well, I'm a little nervous. BB, don't worry. There's not gonna be a torn... NATO. Hmm. The storm went on through the night. It never sprouted a tornado, but it left BB and Dad a bit rattled. BB's mom came over during the storm to check on BB, and they all ended up having tea. BB's mom, BB, and Little Hedgehog's dad had not spent too much time as a group. They had a lovely visit. It turned out that when Little Hedgehog was not around, others were able to share their thoughts a little more freely. They couldn't really put their paws on why that was. Nonetheless, they still couldn't wait for her to be back to her usual bright, charming, ridiculous self. They all fell asleep as the sun rose. The storm was gone, and the air felt warm and full of hope. As Bibi closed her eyes, she hoped she'd get to see her friend back to her old self the next night. That evening, Bibi's mom went back to her burrow and allowed Bibi to stay behind to check on Little Hedgehog. Dad and Bibi crept into Little Hedgehog's room. They braced themselves for which Little Hedgehog they might find. Little Hedgehog's eyes fluttered open. She yawned. Bibi and Dad held their breath. I had the craziest dream. Was it a good dream? Were there fairies involved? Little Hedgehog shot up in bed. It was a wonderful dream, Bibi. Bibi and Dad sighed with relief. Hello, Dad. Hello. Nice to see you again. I really missed you. Oh, Dad, you're so funny. I was here in bed this whole time. Right. Gosh, what a crazy few days it's been. Remember that speech I gave when I accepted my award? Uh, yeah. Yes. Wasn't it just so... Strange, depressing, glorious. What a thrill to give a speech. Me on stage. Can you believe that even happened? Dad and Bibi stared as Little Hedgehog leapt out of bed and twirled around the room. She hit play on her music player. As Little Hedgehog performed an impromptu interpretive dance, showcasing her return to health, Dad and Bibi watched with relief. I am so glad she's back to normal, Dad said. 
Mr. Hedgehog. You have no idea how hard it's been to sound cheerful for Little Hedgehog. Now I can finally go back to using my normal voice. Dad looked at Bibi, puzzled. Bibi smiled. Little Hedgehog danced. Everything was as it should be. Okay, I don't know about you, but I really needed Little Hedgehog to get better at the end of this story. One day of being off her game is fine, but more than that, I just don't think I could take it. Well, I hope you loved the story, and I hope you will remember this the next time you get sick and sad at the same time. You might even see the moon frown at you, but all is not lost. And maybe you can listen to this story and it will remind you that you'll get your sparkle back soon enough. Special thanks to the listeners who provided sound effects used in today's episode. Thank you, Elena, Grace, and Natalie. You can contribute to my sound effects library too by taking a voice memo of a recognizable sound and emailing it to Rhea at littlestoriestinypeople.com. Big people, if you can put the name of the sound in the email subject line, that would be awesome. Big thanks to Zoe for providing the super important reminder message at the beginning. You can send me your reminder message too. Look for details in the description of this episode. Little Stories for Tiny People is written, performed, and produced by me, Rhea Pector. My in-house tech director, Peter Kay, runs my website, littlestoriestinypeople.com, and ensures that my stories make it onto the internet for all of you to enjoy. You can support the show by leaving a rating and review in Apple Podcasts and sharing the podcast with a friend. Thank you to everyone who has already shared the podcast. It really means a lot to me. My first picture book is also available. You can find a link on my website. Just click on the tab that says book. The proceeds from the book help me fund the podcast. So your support is much appreciated. Thank you to everyone who has sent me emails with artwork and stories by tiny people. I also get so many encouraging messages from kids telling me to keep writing stories. They are so cute and motivating. You can always reach me at Rhea at littlestoriestinypeople.com. You can also find me on social media. I do make an effort to write back to every email and message. Keep in touch, friends, and thank you, as always, for listening in.